Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast. It's the weekend. Got my buddy Jamal. How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing good. Doing real good. How about yourself? I'm about ready to complain about the heat, but should I? What's it been there? <laughs> Not in Indiana. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was 93 today. Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think it, well, I don't know what it was. It's probably 90 something here. Yeah. Oh, but I love it, though, man. It's great well, running weather. I was Outside. watching the national news last night. People were complaining, like, it might be 100. And we just got back from Texas. And, <laughs> and the, even the, you know, Anna was like, people in Texas are like, hold my beer. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we got to be 100. Uh, yeah. Let's heat wave out there. So, one of the things we talked about, um, you know, in some crazy way, I, I just picked up my girls from camp, which, by the way, side note, Alicia and I, for only our second time in our marriage, been married 24 years, only our second time did we have a getaway with our kids. Wow. Grant was at Camp Grandma, which means he was spoiled, and uh, the girls uh, were at church camp, and uh, they had a good time, and so Alicia and I got away. It was really good. I pick up Anna and Ava, and all of a sudden, Anna gets in the car, and she's like, oh my gosh, I just realized. I'm like, what? She's like, it's only 16 days left of summer. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're on a balanced calendar. And uh, school, I mean, the summer is only eight weeks. I say only. People out there that get two weeks a year are like, stop it. But <laughs> all of a sudden, that back-to-school thing is creeping up. Matter of fact, Grant and I even went over to Walmart the other day to pick up some fishing tackle and everything in the aisles. Grant was like, oh, stop. It's still July. Back school to school spies. everywhere. Back to school everywhere. Yeah. Back to school, baby. So... A lot of first-year teachers have already been hired. Correct. What's going through their mind right now? Oh, man. If it's your first year teaching, you probably think, I know when I first started thinking, like, I was going to change the world. Like, every kid in my class was going to have success on the standardized test. Everybody was going to be singing Kumbaya by the end of it. I worked in the Title I school, by the way. So um, I definitely had the uh, the perception versus reality thing hit hard at the beginning of my, <laughs> my how, how, how long did it take before reality set in? It took, we had these things back then <laughs> called mini assessments. And it took about six weeks for it to sink in. Because my first year, I realized that, man, like, you know, I guess working in a high school, it, uh, it, it can get pretty high school, man. Uh, you know, you, you're dealing with a diverse group of people. And you're all of the egos, and attitudes, and just things that you wouldn't think that you would deal with as an adult. I definitely dealt with it. Um, my first year was 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 crazy, but I definitely um, was blindsided by what I thought it was going to be and what it actually was going to be. What about you? Yeah, um, I think I speak for a lot of first year teachers by saying, I can't believe they invited me back on here, too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the mistakes you make and the yeah. Oh yeah. Although, although I will say, no, no, I had a crazy first start. I had some really 
horrendously bad things happen. Uh, like, yeah, I can talk about it now. I had one dad that was notoriously not a good dad. And the mom I remember was due in for a parent conference. And I remember she hadn't shown up. So we call over to their house and somebody answered and they're like, who's this? What, what are you? And they were all curt and they were thinking like, well, this is the police officer. There's been something bad happened. Huh. Turned out that dad took the kids to work. He let his wife sleep and he attacked her with the hammer in her sleep uh, when she when he got back home. Uh, yeah. She ended up living. Yeah. It had some, you know, bad things, but. Yeah. Yeah, and they had a couple other kids. I, I had a bizarre first year, but. Wow. Um, I know. Like, I'll never forget that day. <laughs> Uh, but I will say one thing I did, and it's funny because I might have to go to a specialist to get this done. Uh, <laughs> there is this thing. Okay, so there's this thing called floppy disks. The true, <laughs> the true floppy disks are from the 80s, and they were literally floppy. And my 1997 floppy disk, I kept a daily journal. Yeah. And and I, I don't think I ever printed it out. And I, I know where the disc is. Uh yeah. so I don't know. I might even borrow somebody's old school IBM or take it to a specialist. I don't know. Anyway, I, I highly recommend if you were a first year teacher, you're going into this, journal everything. Yeah. I will pay somebody good money to get this printed off because I take pictures. Yeah. Do video. Get recorded. We used to do these audio plays. Oh, so I'm going to go nostalgic. But like, Jamal, these are priceless to me now. These are priceless. Because, I mean, like looking back, like I'll, I'll run into these. Well, heck, they're your age. Yeah. <laughs> I get. I run into these cool. I run into these kids now. Actually, they're older than you. Like I run into these kids now. They're 31, 32 years old. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because uh, I had them in middle school and they're like. And they have some of those old projects. They have some of those old audio performances and things. I of used that to floppy disk back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I had, we had to floppy disk. I was, you know, I, you know, I was, I was five when the internet came out. Oh, geez. So you know. <laughs> well, technically, yeah. you were Al, yeah. Al Gore invented it in the eighties. So really, when, when it really, I'm, came, I'm, I'm being joking. Really well. He claims it. I don't know. Sure. But no, uh, DARPA net and everything else. But no, I like I, I journal, take notes, take pictures, do video, do audio. That's the cool thing. We live in a day and age now where everything's documented anyway. So whether you're a Facebook or an Instagram person, a lot of that will be documented. But my my piece of advice today would be journal, reflect on your own teaching. Yeah. Those little lessons, those kids, kids will test you. There was a yep. couple of things that I said that I regret in my first couple of years teaching. Uh -huh. A couple of the kids got under my skin and I reacted. Huh. Uh, I journaled about it. I grew from it. So, so, so let's, so let's bring it, let's bring it to like, you know, to talking to a new teacher. What's the most uh, bizarre? I mean, I, I mean, I say, what was the hardest thing about your first year teaching that you remember? <laughs> Sleep. Oh, I, I tell you, somebody, I think um, a, a friend of mine, she teaches in um, Alabama. She created like a meme last year and it was like a picture. Um, well, anyway, the, the, the meme said, there ain't no tired like first day of school teacher tired. Mm. Buddy, that first day 
when you have to talk all day about the excitement of the year and you're excited, you, the, 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 some of the things that you're going to do this year and that level of excitement, that first day you were so tired. Oh, yeah. And you're, and you're used to like going to bed later and waking up later. But that first year was just brutal in the sense that the energy level of my students was high. And even though I was in my early 20s-esque, I guess 25, 26. Anyway, yeah. I, 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 it was tiring, man. Like, that's just yeah. one of the first things I remember. Was I was tired every day. This is true. Uh, to to kind of second that, I remember uh, I was 22 when I first started. And, man, when I when I tell you that the the hours that I spent lesson planning for every day, because, you know, I was a PE major and I, my first content was biology. So mm. I'm in there trying to, I'm learning with the kids. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know much, but um, just the hours, I remember being at school until 10 o'clock some, some nights, just really trying to, to get my footing and just figure it out. Cause you're trying to stay ahead of the kids. So if it's your first year teaching, it's, it's not unusual to spend a lot of time lesson planning your first year because either you're going to get with somebody that's really cool, that's going to help you uh, make it easy, or if you're all alone and you're trying to lesson plan, man, you're going to you're gonna put some time into it until you figure it out. Oh, yeah. Mm. Along those second lines, though, I mean, I've talked about it. I, tell, you know, I wrote it in my book. My dad gave me that saying, I don't care if you teach the next 20 years, don't teach one year 20 times. I do remember as I was going over my lessons, I also noticed, and I'm not saying this to be mean, there's a couple of teachers I noticed that they were using, like, <laughs> kind of got myself in trouble. I There was a teacher there that got his entire year out of his closet. Mm-hmm. Like, the same dittos, mm-hmm. dittos, that he used since the late 70s, like, that's what he used. And that's also when it occurred to me, like, I may, I may be busting out some cool lessons, but nothing is sacred. And next year, all this may be gone. And so that's another thing I think I liked and I leaned on my reflection is, is that, you know, hey, this poetry unit was pretty, was pretty awesome. But the stuff that I didn't like, make a note to throw that out and, yeah. and, and tweak it a little bit. Yeah, so you know, and you you want to encourage first year teachers to uh, make a the excuse me, develop a framework. Um, you know, I taught science, you know, especially if you, if you teach like a math or a science, like you're going to be teaching, you know, polynomials every year. If you teach that content, you're going to be teaching addition and subtraction. Like, like that stuff doesn't change, but how you teach it, your framework, your, your routines, you know, the, the strategies that you use, those things are interchangeable. And then the experiences that you also give those kids um, you can definitely, uh, you know, tweak tweak some of that if you have content that doesn't change, like the English or even the social studies. L- let me ask you a question. Do you? And I, and I didn't do this, and I'm starting to thinking maybe I should. And this may be advice for first year teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do you lean on another teacher and say, "May I have your curriculum?" And then at least in year one, you can make tweaks along the way. Because yeah. in, in some ways, like I, it would save your sanity just oh, yeah. to, just in year one. Like, l- let me just, let me see what you do. I'm going to yeah. basically do what you do. I might add my own spin here and there. 
Because mm-hmm. I think in year two and year three, you got a little bit more creative confidence. I, I don't oh. think there's any. I don't think there's any badge of shame by just straight up taking your mentor teacher stuff and saying, "This is what I'm going to use this year." Yeah. So when I first uh, got hired, they gave me a uh, cooperating teacher, and they gave me a mentor. But my cooperating teacher was like my next right next door to me, and two two she was twofold. Uh, she literally taught me the content because I had no clue. How did I get it? How did I get a science job in America with a PE degree? Beats me. But uh, I would go to her classroom and I would learn the content. She would, you know, teach it to me, <laughs> and uh, I would I would take her lesson plans and and use them in, in my class. And I would just the the parts that I didn't like. I'm not a I'm not big on like worksheets and a whole bunch of details. Um, but the parts that I did like, I would I would take that and I would make it my own. The hardest thing to do, I think, for me, was taking somebody else's lesson plan as is and using it as my own. Like I had to tweak it to the point to where I felt comfortable teaching. And that's another thing. If you're working with somebody and you're like, you know, the same way because I ran into a I ran into a problem uh, with that kind of mindset. Uh, at a uh, what do they call him? He wasn't the department head, but the, but the, but the science coach. Yeah, she um, she wanted uh, me to do my lessons a certain way, um, and it was just conflict because I I could not just take a lesson and just do it like that in class. Like I had to change it so I understood it and how I was gonna you know make the lesson flow. I would teach the same content. But like, if I felt like, I don't know, there was a lot of redundancy in it, like I just wouldn't do it. And sometimes that can cause problems. So watch out for like social snares and different things like that as you are, you know, working with uh, your your fellow teachers and colleagues. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sitting there like going back in my mind and some of the things that I appreciated. And I, as a middle school teacher, and I meant like, I'm not saying one area is better than the other, but it was really nurturing because we were teamed. And um, I'm telling you, I, I just looking back and Sherry, if you're listening to this, thank you. Um, is that I was on a team where, you know, there was technically there was one social studies, one English, one math, mm-hmm. uh, one science. But one of the social studies teacher also had to teach one section of language arts just because of the, the spread out. And, and um, there was like a double block of language that year. Yeah. And, so, and so Sherry uh, also taught one section of language arts, which means she kind of kept me on task, especially for year one. And I greatly appreciated that. So in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. I, like I, I don't have any experience of teaching elementary Although technically when I was in college, I subbed for a week in kindergarten. Oh my gosh. Talk about tired, dude. I, no, seriously. I have never, that was owed to the, that was, yeah, a, that no. was one of the hardest weeks ever. Oh my have gosh. You ever seen, have you ever seen the show Recess? No. So any, okay. So if you've never seen the show Recess, yes, a group of kids and every day they go out to recess, but like when they go outside to recess, there's like a, there's like a, uh, I would say a, a royal social structure, right? Where you've got the fifth graders. It's elementary school. The fifth graders, they're like the king of the playground. They they have, you know, all of this, you know, like 
they they they're at the top of the jungle gym and then you got them but then you got these kindergartens right and they have like their own like 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 little kingdom and like <laughs> you can't understand anything that they do they're like a bunch of like they're portrayed as indians right or you know you're, you're, you're savages anybody who goes into the um the kindergarten gate basically comes out with the clothes all torn up and everything. So it's kind of like they, they don't even speak the same language. They like bite each other and all sorts of craziness. So like anytime I think of kindergarten, I think of the show recess and I'm a president yeah. and I have kindergartens and it's just like, yeah, it takes a special person. It, so yeah. Matter of fact, I, every time I think of kindergarten, although it's technically preschool, but I think of toy story three and when they go to Sunnyside, yes. and then they're like, oh, my yes. gosh, we're going to play with kids. And they bang <laughs> them, and they, oh, anyway. Uh, but no, like, that that first year is, so I don't have any elementary experience, and, and, and I eventually taught high school. I would be scared to death if I got, I don't know, looking back, high school would be a scarier experience because I had such a nurturing team, uh, three ladies that I just love, Candy, Barb, Sherry, I love you, uh, because they, they, they strung me along. They built me up. Yeah. You know, you know, I, you know, I, and, you know, I definitely want to share this story. Uh, you know, tonight when we were looking at topics, um, this, this story, first year teaching. So my, so my first year teaching, I, um, like I said, I taught science and I taught fuse. Uh, for those of you who don't know what fuse is, it is, um, where you have regular students and ESC students mixed in the class. And I was in there with a co-teacher. Shout out to TJ Boutique, right? A uh, really good friend of mine. So my first year, we, we you know, we, we were teaching. And um, I was the, you know, the content teacher. He was, you know, the ESC side. Well, you know, our kids started doing really, really, really well. So well to the point to where I got accused of cheating um, on the test. So they would, uh, I remember the the, one of the district supervisors walking in to my classroom and like shaking my hand and saying, congratulations, we caught you cheating. I'm like, caught me cheating? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. And then like he whips out like this sheet of paper and he's like, you see this question right here? You see how the rest of the district didn't answer that question right? But your class, 100% of the kids answered that question right? And he was like there's no way basically they were like they were confused like there's no way that you have these ESE and regular students performing like honor students and in some cases outperforming some um IB students he was like it's just it's just it's just not normal and all year um you know they did their investigation and they came back I wasn't cheating and you know I said hey you know I um I, uh, there's no way I'm cheating because, you know, I'm learning with the kids. So if, you know, there's answers to these little tests, then, you know, I don't have whatever case of, we just, you know, teaching the content. It was, it, 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 like that experience really set me on course or to, it, it helped me realize that, you know, your first year teaching, the easiest part is dealing with the kids. Like if, if, if teaching is your thing, easiest part is going to be dealing with the kids the hardest part for me was you know really finding my way socially because they're the, the things that they don't teach you in college are you know really managing the parents 
managing your colleagues, sometimes even managing your boss. So, you know, those are things you can be, you know, at, at the top of the hill and then all of a sudden you can be at the bottom of the hill and, and, and it can be real stressful. So some of those things. So just, just really prepare your mind um, this upcoming school year and just be mindful that the adults mean just as much to your peace at the school as the students do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to finish that out by saying, find your tribe. You know, I, it's just as, and I, and I get, I'm all, I'm getting all nostalgic. I, I, my Greenwood middle school days, uh, they were just so good and so supportive. And uh, like our principal was great. And, 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 but, but at the same time, like, uh, finding your tribe, you know, I, I had good friends there, Evan, especially like I, I could count on Sherry, I could count on Barb, I could count on Candy in the sense that if I, if I wasn't, and of course they're all three female, I'm not saying that they weren't great, but every now and then I'd, I'd hit up Evan for some advice, but that, that's my whole point. Twitter kind of does that for some people, but finding a couple people in your building to like, and so I'm not saying gossip, but every now and then vent and like, okay, I'm having a moment here. Um, those are needed. And, 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 and the one thing that I say that like really that school got it right was there was a sense of camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, Mr. DiPietro and then later Mrs. Noblet, they made a point of saying, of bringing people together. Like, Hey, middle school dances Friday, but afterwards we're all going out and going bowling. Or mm-hmm. we had a Christmas party where everybody, I mean, it's like there was a sense of camaraderie that was just wonderful. And, and if you're a first year teacher, if there's not that camaraderie at your school, try to create it. Or find somewhere that, that there is. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, you can find it. You can find an accountability buddy online or maybe at another school or another teacher, but looking back, the people that really went out of their way uh, to create that sense of unity and camaraderie, I this uh, boy, I, I, th- I think you'd be a campus hero if you were the one, especially like in some crazy way, I think the year one teacher would be considered to be just naive enough to like get everybody rallied around. Like, Hey, let's go bowling after the dance or, Hey, state mm-hmm. testing's over. Let's go out and, you know, and, and unwind. Yeah. So it's just, and like Don, that's so important. Like, you know, of all of the things, you know, that, that teachers need to be successful is peace of mind and having friends on your job. It really helps that if you feel isolated, make friends. It's like, that's, that's, that's the greatest thing. ever. Right. Right. Cool, man. Well, I, sir, I, first of all, thank you. These are fun stories. Uh, if, so therefore, if, if you are not a first year teacher and just, you know, reminiscing, thank you for joining us. So, but if you know that first year teacher, please forward this to them. If you are, we'd like to hear from you. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page, drop us a line, facebook.com slash start it up. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, man, we grow. And by the way, apologies. We had three other requests to do the show with other teachers and timing has just not been good. We are going to get back to those, but between me just being a hot mess of a lot of other things I'm doing and Jamal being gone with those days, we're going to get back to interviewing other teachers. But if you have a suggestion, we promise you we're going to get back to that. 
Um, but it is, it has been fun walking down memory road. Although I do have to chuckle. I'm sitting there talking about the good old days and I'm like, I could have, yeah, <laughs> I keep forgetting that you're as young as you are. Cause I'm like, these, these kids are now in their thirties. I'm like, Oh, they're younger than you. All right. Or the older new. So it's fun. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. All right, man. Well, Jamal, I appreciate you coming on as always. I really enjoy these crucial conversations. Oh yeah. So therefore for Jamal Crook, this is Don Muttrick reminding you, soft trees are everywhere. We'll see ya. Boom. <laughs>